Hey, welcome back to The Spiritual Leader. Today I'm going to share a story of uh, something I did recently in a visit to Africa, where I had a chance to walk with lions. I want to share with you some of the lessons that I learned during that experience. Hey, sit back, listen and enjoy. spiritual leader. Last week I had the privilege of visiting Zambia. I went over to Victoria Falls which is on the border of Zambia and Zimbabwe and had an incredible privilege to spend a week training missionaries from all over different parts of that area of Africa and it was just an incredible time uh, being able to minister to these men and women of God that are just living to see others find Christ in his kingdom. While I was there I had a very very unique opportunity, an opportunity I'd never thought I'd have in life, that's for sure. It was the opportunity to take a walk with lions. Nearby where the missions base was, there was an area that gave you the opportunity, if you wanted, to walk with lions. And uh, I, I decided, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and do that. So I went there, me and a couple of friends, and uh, learned a few lessons while walking with lions that I want to share with you today in this podcast because I think they cross over into uh, the life of a spiritual leader really well. Just to lay the background and paint the picture a little bit, we turned up at this this area where the lions were allowed to roam free and um, we were led in by some guards and before they walked us to the lions, they obviously gave us a little bit of a pep talk and uh, said what we should do and what we shouldn't do because they weren't tame lions, they were wild lions that had been raised in that area. Um, but there was some things that we needed to know as non-negotiables. As you can imagine, I was really keen to learn anything I needed to know for this moment that was coming. And so we approached the lions after this little bit of a conversation. We, we approached these lions and there were three female lions laying together and a male lion um, on his own just off to the right. And again, the guards uh, took us to the side and said, right, OK, here's the do's and don'ts for um, what you need to do this afternoon if you want to survive. I said, sir, I am listening very, very well right now. And I listened to what he said, and there was a few uh, pieces of instruction that I'm going to share with you in a couple of moments about how to walk with lions in a way that um, you actually get to walk away from the experience. And after the gentleman had shared some basic thoughts with us of what to do and what not to do, uh, he said, anyone got any questions? I said, yes, yeah, I have a question, sir. My question is, if I remember one bit of advice, if there's one thing I should definitely never do, what would that be? He said, well, that's simple, in deep African voice. He said, that's simple. He said, never run. He said, the moment you start to run, the air will change and you will become a hunted. And they will hunt you down and that will be the last thing you know. So I said, well, absolutely, I'm not going to run. That's for sure. Thank you for encouraging me with that. And then they led us towards the lions. And um, they said, before you walk with lions you have to become a part of a pack and again I didn't know what made me more nervous walking with lions or becoming part of the pack I said okay how, how do we do this then he said when I tell you you will walk around the back of the lions and you can see them laying there in a huddle together you will snuggle in the back of them you will come in at the rear end of where the lions are and you will come in very firmly 
and um, then you will you will begin to he said never gently stroke them you have to slap their thigh like you mean business and i thought the guy was joking with me at this point i said really he said yeah he said if they if they feel you being gentle that will irritate them i said okay okay let me get this right um you want me to creep around the back of a lion's okay you want me to snuggle in as if i'm one of them and then you want me to rub them firmly and slap their back legs he said, yeah, 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 you can do do that. I'll tell you some things you can't do. Um, I said, oh, okay, all right. But then, hey, all of a sudden he said, listen, we want to give you all a stick. And I was expecting like an electric stick, a stick with um, attached to a machine gun. No, it was just a twig. And one end was chewed. And I said, okay, what do I do with this stick? He said, if it begins to look like it's getting, it's kind of going bad, you offer it to the lion's mouth to try and distract them by chewing it. I said, oh, like I do with my cocker spaniel at home. I get it. Feel a lot safer now. I have a stick. So the time came when I had to um, meet these lions. And then again afterwards, we did it <coughs> with a male lion whose name was Eric. Again, if you go to my Facebook page, you can see all the coverage of this. So um, he said, don't show them you're scared. Okay, all right, thank you for all this advice. So quite boldly, I walked around the back of uh, three lions and uh, smooched in. And uh, then the guard said, no, no, you've got to get closer. And so I smooched in closer. And um, then he said, let them know you're there. So I smacked their back leg, you know, whoosh, never thought I'd be in a moment where I was slapping the backside of um, three lions, but there you go. Life can uh, open up all new opportunities, can't it? Um, and then he said, listen, just be confident, just talk gently. But he said, um, there's a couple of things you, you can't do. And I, and I said, okay, well, what's that? He said, never touch their head. Never touch their head, never reach it. The minute you touch your head, it's done. I said, oh, okay, so I can slap their back legs, that's fine. I can snuggle in, um, but I can never touch their head. And I'm just trying to keep all this information in my mind as this experience is happening. Um, they, they kind of started to turn around to see if I was there, and I kind of gave them my best smile. Feeling, uh, for those who ever saw the film, a little bit Ace Ventura at this moment, to tell you the truth. Um, I thought, here I am, a lad from Portsmouth, um, wasn't raised in Africa, now snuggled in with three female lions um, and I get to snuggle in with a male lion in a moment, just me and him, which is which is really good. So anyway, this moment happened and it, uh, it definitely imprinted itself on my thinking. But after we'd done this, then the guard said, now you can walk with them. And so I said to the guard, so I, I, well, I can't walk with lions um, straight away. He said, no, absolutely not, until... They think you're a part of a pack or that you're, you've joined their pack. They will not allow you to walk with them. And it will, again, go uh, terribly wrong. So I said thank you very much, sir, for, for leading us through this moment of uh, becoming a part of a pack. And so the lions, he called the lions up and they started to walk. And then me and a couple of my friends just begun to walk behind them. And the guard was, no, no, don't, don't, don't drag behind, don't drag behind. You've got to walk with them. You've got to be close to them. They've got to know you're there. And again, at this point, you're kind of defying everything in your mind that says 
this is a sensible thing to do. And so we kind of went hip to hip with these uh, lions. The, the other male lion, a lion whose name was Eric, had now joined us. He was leading the pack. There were four lions in front of us. And uh, me and a couple of my friends were just walking along as a part of the pack. And uh, I'm sure you can imagine there's not one second that you don't... Um, lose your attention you're like okay let me just stay in track here um there was points when we started to pull back a bit and the guard said no 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 don't pull back you've got to walk with them they've got to know that you're there you've become a part of the pack and you've got to stay a part of the pack and so we went for a nice walk around through the trees um over the land and um joking aside it was probably one of the most incredible things but I've ever done. Uh, something I never thought I would do. I didn't think you could get near a lion. Um, but obviously, you can, but there's certain protocols and etiquettes that you must follow if you want to walk away alive. All right, so that was my experience in Zambia, Africa with the lions last week. As I was going through the motions, behaving myself. Now, for those of you who know me, you know I have a sense of humour, and I don't know if it was nervousness, but there were random moments when I was snuggled in with the lions that I wanted to burst into um, Akuna Matata, uh, means no worries, and also uh, a whim away, a whim away, the lion sleeps tonight. But you'll be glad to know I was able to control myself, because I think if I would have started just suddenly singing, wee they would have turned around and probably not just bitten my face off but bitten my head off so I was very restrained um, and uh, came back to tell the story I want to share with you today spiritual leaders a couple of the lessons that I learned uh, when I was walking with lions okay number one you don't just walk with lions first you become a part of the pack now as I'm sharing these parallels or lessons with you today there's two directions that it can go in. Number one, we can apply these thoughts in our walk with Jesus because we know that one of the titles given to Jesus is the Lion of Judah. And of course, most of us have seen the incredible um, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe um, uh, by C.S. Lewis film that came out a little while ago where uh, where the lion is Aslan and Aslan walks through the land. Aslan is this huge male lion that wherever he goes, the snow queen uh, uh, is annoyed and the snow melts and, and the ground goes green. Most of us have seen that incredible adaption of the book, The Lion, the Witch of the Wardrobe. And, um, you know, when, when I considered walking with these lions, when I considered walking with Eric, the male lion, I suddenly thought, wow, there's certain comparisons here or parallels that will enable me to understand the dignity or etiquette that I need to have when walking with the Lion of Judah, which is Jesus. But also, I believe there's, in, there's some incredible parallels regarding how we should work, walk with leadership in our life, um, church leadership, um, good church leadership, the leadership that God brings into your life to lead you. Now, I'm not talking about corrupt leadership or bad leadership because sometimes you know when leaders are bad or not good um we need to be careful how we relate to them if that makes sense but i'm talking today about good leaders i'm talking about good pastors in your life people that you're following as spiritual leaders people that you hold in esteem as spiritual leaders now in many ways they are the leaders of the pack 
that you need to be walking with in kingdom life. So we're looking at Jesus, who's the lamb, uh, not just the lamb, but also the lion of Judah. And we're looking at the church leaders, those that we're following, um, those who are leading us into what God has for us next. So number one, you don't just walk with lions. You've got to become a part of the pack. It's amazing that sometimes, you know, people can come along and join church or join ministries and they just want to jump out in the front and begin to lead, um, lead in front of you, lead alongside of you. And they wonder why there's an awkwardness. Listen, if you would have done that, if I would have done that to these lions, there wouldn't have been an awkwardness. There would have been a death because the guard said to me, you never come to the front of a lion. You always come around the back. They said, you don't come and sit in front of a lion. That's how you die. You come around the back. I believe there's a great principle in there when we're looking to uh, walk with lions, great men and women in the kingdom. Uh, we've got to understand that there's an etiquette that you don't just come and stand in front of them and say, follow me. You don't shove in the front of them and go, all right, boys, this is where we're going now. But there's a there's an etiquette, just as there was for me and these lions. And um, a part of that etiquette was very simple. You came around from the rear and you bowed down or you submitted your life to where they were at. Um, one of the first things the guard told me to do when I came around the back of the lions, he said, now get low, um, put your stick down, get low and uh, be the same height as them. This is a great parallel, isn't it? Because sometimes people come into church and uh, they, they jump from church to church to church wondering why they never fit into leadership or they come into church saying, right, I want to be in charge now. And they wonder why nothing ever happens. It's because I believe in the kingdom is always order. You know, Jesus is the one who placed authority and submission and being under authority into kingdom life and into kingdom leadership. In the same way, when we come into a place where there's strong leaders and we desire to walk with the lions um, or, or the leaders of the church, we need to understand that we come around and we don't try and make them submit to us or make them submit to our strengths. Rather, we say, listen, we see God on you. Um, we bring our life into submission to what God is doing through you and, and what God is doing with you. That's a great posture to take. Remember in the Bible it says regarding Jesus um, or, or, or regarding our approach uh, of pride or humility. It says that God will always resist the proud, but he'll give grace to the humble. When we want to walk with Jesus, it's obvious it should go without saying we never push to the front and say, right, Jesus, now follow me. But rather, with Jesus, we come and we, we humbly submit our life and say, Lord, I want to follow you where you're going. When we do that, <clears throat> it creates a great success in our walk with him. But also, I believe that this principle works well when it comes to church leadership or ministry leadership. We're to come and say, listen, I'm bringing my life to your level. I'm bringing my life under your covering. Again, we do this when we trust our leaders. If you don't trust your leaders, you may need to consider why you're in, in, uh, desiring to be led by those people. But if you do trust your leaders, there's a submission, there's a stance of submission, there's a, a position of submission that always does us good. Um, again, the guard said to me, you don't want to keep a distance, you want to come in close. I believe that's another great nugget, not just 
concerning following Jesus, but being um, truly responsive or having a correct etiquette to follow in the leaders that the Lord has given you. Um, come in, be submissive in your heart to the vision God's given them, to their leadership. Come in close. Don't stand off to the left or to the right, but draw in to the pack of who they are. Let them know you're there, but don't be rude or dominant. Just let them know that you want to you wanna walk with lions. You want to walk with them in the direction that God is having them walk. Another interesting point that we referred to earlier was the guard said to me, have contact with them, have touch with them, because no leader's untouchable, but be careful not to touch the head in a familiar way. You know, we live in a life where there's, there's so much familiarity, there's so much um, anti-honour in society all around us. There's just a dishonourable lifestyle that people choose to live in. That shouldn't be the way in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God has honour at the heart of it. You know, when we when we walk with Jesus, we should never try to touch the head in an unfamiliar way. Or, or how would we do that? To me, in the context of our walk with Jesus, it would be like to try and bring him down to be just like us instead of being in awe of who he is as the Lion of Judah. You know, sometimes oh, it upsets me when I hear people refer to King Jesus as if he's Johnny down the street. Oh, yeah, me and Jesus, and yeah, me and Jesus, this, he's my best friend. That's just rubbish. There's a, an intimacy that we can know with God, but we should always have um, respect and etiquette, never to try and touch God, never to try and touch Jesus, the Lion of Judah, in any form of way that's over-familiar. And I believe that that carries also true to how we regard our godly leaders in our life. There should be a friendship. If you hang around me, you know I've got a great sense of humour, I love to have fun. But I believe that there is a line that we should have in our hearts. This is something that I try to apply uh, to the leaders and the people in my life that are leading me and also to those who are following what God has asked me to do in my life. There should be uh, a line that we don't cross um, that would be a line that would be or would take us into familiarity. Now, there's an old, there's an old saying in life that says familiarity breeds contempt. You know, it really does. Familiarity breeds contempt. It breeds things that are not good, not godly, can actually cause separation in your life from things and people that God wanted to lead you. So in our hearts, not just with lions, let's always purpose that though we have contact and interaction with leaders who are like lions in our lives, that we want to walk with. We never get over familiar. We don't touch lives in a way that we shouldn't touch lives. Um, I hope that makes sense. It's just something that I thought was really important. Now, the second point I noticed in my uh, moment of walking with lions was that when you become a part of the pack, and that's a real key, if you want to be on team in church, if you want to walk with lions in church or in a ministry that you're with, Always understand that you need to know how to become a part of the pack. And when you become a part of the pack, that's when the lions would let you walk with them. But again, there was an etiquette to walking with them. 
Um, you had to go through this moment of letting them know that you didn't want to be in charge, that you were there to walk with them. Um, and in doing that, you would become a part in their mind of a pack because lions, like many animals, dogs and household dogs, have a pack mentality. And in a pack, there's people in certain places. There's certain positions that people need to stay in if there's going to be harmony in the pack and a harmony that will enable the pack to walk together, to hunt together, to be effective in, in their, their living out their lives together. And I believe that's the same way in ministry as well. When you come into a pack and you're accepted in a pack, what we've got to do then is make sure that when we begin to walk as a pack, you know, God gives us something to do. We have vision. We have plans for changing cities, towns and nations. We begin to move forward into those visions. Um, again, with the lions, one thing that the, the guard told me to do was to never push in front and begin to lead, but to walk in harmony with those who were carrying the vision or the leaders of the pack. Um, what he was basically telling me to do, which I really didn't mind, was to keep my place in the pack. Number one, he taught me how to find a position in the plaque, which was through humility, submission, um, avoidance of familiarity. But he said, when you begin to walk with the pack, don't get carried away. Don't try and push in front of them. Rather, let them know you're there, but walk in stride with the lions or walk in stride with those who are leading the pack. I thought that was, a, again, a, another great lesson, not just for walking with lions or for walking with Jesus, the Lion of Judah, but also for walking as spiritual leaders with the lions or the leadership that God has given us to follow. What was interesting was you could get into trouble if you walked too close, as in you pushed in front or tried to take the lead from the lions. But also the guard said to me, and also don't drop back. The lions don't like it when you drop back. They said, when you begin to pull away, if you begin to draw back, then all of a sudden the lions sense it and they don't like that feeling because they're now considering you a part of the pack and if, if they sense you've dropped back or you're going to the left or to the right you've decided to go in your um, own direction <clears throat> the lions will sense that you no longer want to be a part of the pack and they will begin to relate to you in that way isn't that an interesting thought again when that comes to following jesus as the lion of judah it's a bit of a no-brainer isn't it just stay close to him. Stay close to him. Walk in step with him. The Bible encourages us that now we're filled with the Holy Spirit. As spiritual leaders, we should walk in step with the Spirit. That's what Paul taught. So when, when we think about our walk with Jesus, him being the head lion, him being um, the lion of Judah, we should always purpose in our heart that we're going where he's going. We're walking at the speed he's walking at. Um, even if we want to walk faster, we're not going to overtake, but we're going to stay in harmony in the footsteps of Jesus. But I believe, again, that's a great parallel for us as we walk under or with church leadership or ministry leadership. We need to understand that, once again, we don't push in front. We don't 
um, suddenly overtake and say, right, guys, now follow me. But rather, we stay in harmony or, or unity with the pack. But also, we don't fall back. Um, there's a verse in the Bible in Hebrews that says that God doesn't like it when those shrink back. Um, it says, don't be like those who shrink back. We should never, when we're walking with the Lord or with church leadership, shrink back. Because it's often the ones who shrink back that get hurt. There's many other wild animals in Africa. I got to, when I was there, I got to see elephants and rhinos and uh, baboons and, and hippos. And uh, it was wonderful. And when it came to the wild animals that were hunters, like lions and uh, such things, they said that they love it when someone is isolated. If there's a group, that's a little bit more scary to them, and they will try to scatter the group to take the one. But they said, the guards told me that it's easy prey when they happen upon someone on their own, whether it's an animal or a person that has drifted from their pack and are now just on their own doing their own thing. They said that is such an easy meal for a lion. So that also encourages my heart. You know, sometimes with walking with people, we can get irritated, we can get offended, we can get all manner of things, can't we? But no matter what happens, we need to always be in good conversation and communion with our leaders so that we never fall back, go astray. Because the Bible also says that he who seeks his own is not wise. It rages against all wise counsel. We should never be just trying to do our own thing. We should never be a law unto ourselves. We should never allow offence or misunderstanding to separate us from the pack that we're running with. But rather we should just retain in our hearts a submission, a humility and a desire to stay with the pack that God's given us to walk with. So we're to walk close with it. We're to walk in stride with it. I believe when we can find this simple unity of just continuing to walk in stride with one another, that's when the things that are ahead of us will get out of the way for us. One thing I noticed when I was walking with lions is nothing got in your way. We were walking through forest areas. We were walking through more, more desert areas. And you could see other animals just getting out of the way. Why? Because when they looked up, they saw a pack of lions walking towards them. And we know that the lion is, is called the king of the jungle. And the lion carries in its own right an authority that uh, other things in the jungle recognize. You know, when I really believe that we're following the lion, of, well, I believe when we're following the lion of Judah correctly and we're walking as a pack of lions belonging to him, understanding authority, not trying to cause rebellion or division, divisiveness or betrayal in any way, but just saying, listen, I know my part in the pack. If God or my leaders change that part I'm playing, that's cool. But I'm not going to strive. I'm not going to push my way forward. I'm not going to try and lead what I should be following. When we find that harmony and that unity in, number one, being a part of the pack that God wants us to. Number two, knowing how to walk in unity and harmony with this pack. I believe that every devilish plan ahead of us 
gets out of the way. It runs like 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 scared chickens. It, it flies out of the trees like scared birds. Because, you know, the Bible says that God loves unity. And when we're unified together, all following him as the Lion of Judah, our great Aslan, our, our, our Lord and our Saviour, and we're walking unified together, knowing the gifts that God has given the church, the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the evangelist, the teacher, respecting authority, not despising it, carrying unity in our DNA, not dissension, having a common objective that we want to do something for Jesus together, then we can walk together as a pack. And I really believe we can see incredible things happen. Well, there you go. There's a few lessons or parallels that I thought in those moments that I was sitting with the lions, but also walking with them. You know, there's so much, isn't there, that we can learn from when we look at life around us. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit can speak into moments and give us parallels to the things we're doing. Last week, I spoke about lessons I learned when I was paddleboarding this week. Lessons I learned as I was walking with lions. I love the way that Jesus taught, didn't you? That he would take everyday things like um, like vines and branches and nets and pearls and, and a farmer and a man who had two sons. Jesus had a brilliant way of taking these natural everyday things and speaking so loudly and profoundly through them to those who had ears to hear. I believe the Holy Spirit still does that today for those who have ears to hear. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and and uh, enjoyed the moment that I was able to share with you. When I was able to walk with lions. But you know, when I walked away from walking with the lions, I didn't feel deflated because I thought, you know, actually, every day I get to walk with Aslan the Lion of Judah, the one who rose from the dead, the faithful one who is, who was and is to come, the one that no demonic force could kill or grave hold. And I believe, you know, again, referring back to Aslan, Aslan is on the move. But in our land, in the Western world today, Aslan is on the move. Jesus is on the move. The snow is melting. The green grass is coming through. He's chasing out the wicked ice witch. He's, he's putting to death everything that's been living in rebellion to him. But you know what? I believe behind Jesus, there's a pack of faithful people. That's you and me. We get the opportunity to walk alongside, behind, following Aslan, Jesus the great lion. Also, I want to encourage you that your church leaders are gifts from God to your life. The mighty men and women that just look so every day when you're doing life with them carry anointings and callings. Again, let me put in a caveat that I'm not saying that every leader is pure and every leader um, has good agenda in his heart. It's so sad that there are bad leaders out there there are leaders who are corrupt. There are leaders that are just self-obsessed and, and lead in a wrong way. But 
They're few. You know, the majority of leaders in the kingdom are good men and women who have received vision and calling from God to get things done in the places they've been located. Oh, these men and women, they're worth following. They're worth becoming a part of the pack with, walking alongside. Don't be somebody that's a law unto themselves that just wants to lead lions and do their own thing. But what I suppose I'm trying to say today is find your pack, stay with your pack and walk with humility and faithfulness with the pack that God's given you. God bless. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that podcast on walking with lions. There's some great lessons in there that we can apply to our walk with Jesus, but also uh, how we follow the leaders that God's given us in our life. Listen, we've got a load of resources we'd love to make available to you, things you can read and watch, devotionals, etc. The best way to access these is to go to Linktree, which is uh, the address is linktree.ee backslash andy.elms. That's spelled L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash andy.elms. Listen, I'll see you next time for The Spiritual Leader.